powerful content podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 26 of the Powerful Content Podcast. It is so lovely to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. So today's episode is all about something that I know that so many people feel, and that is around content overwhelm. It's a very, very real thing. And I know from personal experience that it can be so disheartening when you get to that point where you just can't even be bothered with your content. And we all know how important content is for our business. So today I just want to have a quick discussion around some of the things that you can do to reduce that overwhelming feeling. Now, before I get into those three tips, though, I'm going to add a little disclaimer. So today... And this episode means absolutely nothing if you don't take these three things into consideration when you are thinking about content creation and content strategy. So I feel as though the biggest source of overwhelm actually comes from within ourselves and with our own internal pressures of what we should and shouldn't be doing with our content creation. So the first thing that I really want you to understand when it comes to content creation is knowing your content superpower. Make sure that you work with your strengths and not against them, and it will make content creation so much easier. And if you haven't taken my Know Your Content Superpower quiz yet, make sure that you do it. The link to the quiz is in the show notes. A whole heap of fun, really simple and easy to do, and you will find out what your content super strength is so that you can actually work with it and not against it. And on the flip side, you will also know what is likely to trip you up, what that kryptonite is, so that you can then avoid it and make sure that you're creating content in a way that feels aligned and easy and joyous for you as well. Now, the second thing that I want you to take into consideration here is your time, energy, and resources. And I say this so, so often, but it's something that I am so, so passionate about as well. Just know that you have a limited amount of these available to you. And when we're trying to go outside of those boundaries of what's available to us and what we want to prioritize within our time, energy, and resources, that's when the overwhelm starts to set in. So really acknowledge that you only have a certain amount of time, energy, and resources. Accept that and learn to prioritize within that and start small. It doesn't, you don't have to be doing all the things all the time. (laughs) You can just start small. Just master that one thing 
and then add something else into it. So really take into consideration your time, energy and resources. And the last thing is hashtag all the things. So I've just mentioned this, but I really want you to think about letting go of all those shoulds. I should be on Pinterest. I should be on LinkedIn. I should be doing reels. I should be in my Instagram stories. I should have a Facebook group, whatever it is. Please let go of that and run your own race. Because the minute that we're trying to do all the shoulds, then not only do we do everything not very well, but we put ourselves in a place of overwhelm because we're trying to get so much done. So really let go of those shoulds. So they're my three disclaimers. Know your content superpower, understand, acknowledge, and accept your time, energy, and resources, and let go of doing all the things. So another quick word on overwhelm is that you get to decide what to do and what not to do. That's the beauty of content strategy and the beauty of content creation and creating powerful content. You get to write the story. So perhaps if you're telling yourself at the moment, I have to do this, I've got no time, I should be doing this, I'm so overwhelmed. If you're hearing those words going on inside your head when it comes to content creation, then let's switch the narrative. Let's try and switch the narrative to something like, I get to change someone's life with this piece of content. There's plenty of things I could be doing, but I choose my focus and I get to ask for help and be kind to myself on the way. One of my favorites. So now let's dive into the three things that can really help you when it comes to that feeling of, overwhelm and heading towards burnout. So if you're thinking to yourself right now that this is all too hard, I just don't have the time, what's the point of doing content creation? Then I want you to take a step back and have a listen to these three points. The first is understanding the client journey. Now I've spoken a lot about the client journey and how it has five phases to it. Connect, subscribe, nurture, convert, and onboard. And it is content that is the way that you take your ideal client from not knowing anything about you all the way through to becoming a raving fan. But when we think about content from the perspective of how many numbers, what are the transactions instead of who do I get to impact today? Who do I get to show up and serve today with my content? When we think about the human on the other end of every single piece of content that we create, then our perspective is going to change and we will experience so much more business and personal growth, which is super exciting, I think. So in that respect, I want you to really think about stepping away from the traditional sales funnel. I think we all know what the traditional sales funnel looks like. It's that upside down triangle where we're trying to get as many people into our world as possible and we squash them and we push them and we jump up and down on them to to push them through that, that funnel so that we can then get them to purchase at the end and move on. So we're treating them as a number or, or a transaction. The minute we actually think about why this feels so hard and why this feels so heavy and why this feels so overwhelming, you know, it could be that it's too complicated. Where do you actually start? What's involved in a sales funnel? It's too hard. It's a numbers game. There's so many different options. You're not sure where to start. As soon as we understand why we're resisting it, then we understand or unlock the ability to overcome our content overwhelm. Because we understand that it's a journey and we understand that that there is a human 
on the other end of every single piece of content we create. So we're building this amazingly beautiful journey based on relationships rather than transactions. We're using that conscious driven, purposeful and powerful content that really gets to the heart of our ideal client and takes them on that ride with us. And yes, we still need the numbers in our life, but they're not treated as numbers. We treat them as a human being. So the advantage of this is once you understand that it's really a journey based on connection, on relationships and service, rather than those transactions and numbers, your approach to content marketing will shift. I guarantee it will shift. It will really lessen the burden of what you're creating and make you become far more focused because you understand exactly what your ideal client is thinking, feeling, and doing. So rather than focusing on finding that magic formula to copywriting or the magic formula to creating the perfect graphic, I want you to understand that you are that magic ingredient for creating purposeful, strategic, powerful content. And that is so exciting. So the second thing that I want you to understand in terms of content overwhelm is often we do not know what it is to actually create to make our content strategic and purposeful. So now that we understand that there is a client journey, that we're using content to take our ideal client from not knowing anything about us all the way through to becoming that raving fan, it's now understanding what types of content that we can use at each of those different phases of the client journey. So I do have a content roadmap. If you would like a copy of this, make sure you go and check out the show notes. I'll pop the link in there, but that gives you the exact types of content that you should be using at each stage of the client journey. So let's just go through some of them really, really quickly. In that connect phase, that's where your ideal client has just become aware of you. It's that getting to know phase where they have the opportunity to start to identify with you, your values, beliefs, and your message as well. So the types of content that we can use at this stage of the client journey include our core content that educates. So that's our blog, our podcast, or our videos. We can use social media posts. We can use the beauty of conversations via DMs or PMs or whatever platform that you're using. Obviously, we're not going to be spammy McSpam faces. We're going to do this with authenticity and integrity. We also use our website. We can use Facebook groups, whether that's our own or using other people's Facebook groups to connect with people. And my favorite of all is guest blogging or podcasting as well. I talk about this so much because I just think it's such an amazingly powerful way to be able to connect with a wider audience. So get outside your circle of influence and find other people who have similar audiences that you can collaborate with and you will just see your audience expand exponentially. The next phase of the client journey is the subscribe phase and here Really, you are trying to attract your ideal client onto your email list with a lead magnet that really resonates with them. This is really your opportunity to provide that deeper connection and begin to show how you can solve their challenges. So the types of content that you can use at this stage of the client journey are social media posts, once again, to actually promote your lead magnet and attract your ideal client onto your email list, the design of your lead magnet itself, and if you're not sure about what lead magnet to actually create, make sure you go back and check out my previous episode on this. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes as well. Other content that you're going to use includes your website, your opt-in pages, and of course, 
those beautiful email automations as well. So then we move into the nurture phase. This is really where you aim to wow your ideal client with value, with your offers and with the solutions that you can make. It's your opportunity to really showcase more of who you are and what you bring to the service that you provide. So the types of content that we can use in this stage, in the nurture stage, include those email automations, more social media posts, core content that delves deeper into the problems and the transformations for your ideal client. You can do some fun things like webinars and five-day challenges, and of course, your regular email marketing as well. Don't forget to continue to email your beautiful list. The next stage is the convert stage and your ideal client is really making that decision to buy from you here. And it's your job to make them feel confident and informed that they have made the right decision to purchase from you. So the types of content that you could use at this stage include the email automations, again, your landing pages, social media posts, and great social media posts that include testimonials and case studies as well, because there is nothing better than showcasing clients who have actually worked with you and showcase what problems they had before they worked with you and what they're now experiencing after working with you as well. And then that last phase that so many people forget about is the onboard phase. And this is really exciting. You have this beautiful brand new client and you really need to help them feel good about their decision to purchase from you. So make that experience one. They really want to tell the world about you want to make them that raving fan. So there's lots of different ways that you can do this, obviously with physical gifts or physical products that you could send your client but let's get a little bit creative and let's think about ways we can do this with our content. So perhaps you might implement an automated process that includes some emails and onboarding information that really helps set the scene to what it's going to be like working with you. Or you might include some amazing VIP exclusive content. So an additional piece of training, a little mini course that no one else gets, or even something that's really personalized that goes to the service that you're actually providing them as well. So it might be like a specific training on how to continue to use the service or the package that you provide them going forward in their lives. So think creatively, think different, and you will turn that client into a raving fan. Okay, so we've covered off two things so far to decrease your overwhelm. And that first one was to know your client journey. The second is to understand what content to create at each stage of the client journey. And the third one is one of my favorites, reimagination. Now I've done a whole episode on reimagination. So make sure you go back and listen to that one. But we're just going to touch on a few things here. So reimagination really reduces the need to constantly create new things. So we're taking our core piece of content, our blog, our podcast, our video, and using reimagination creatively to make it go further. But a word of warning here, this is not about being everywhere because if we try to be everywhere we may just end up back in that spot of overwhelm and I do not want that for you at all. So really think about what you can do within the time, energy and resources that you have right now and then build upon that. And that is the beauty of reimagination. Your core content is always there. It will always be there for you to use as the basis for all other content whatever content platform you decide to use. 
So the reason that we are doing reimagination is so that we become more efficient with our content creation. And yes, content strategy is much about the creativity side as it is about the efficiency of getting it done. Reimagination helps us to focus on a particular theme or topic for our ideal client for a certain amount of time. It really helps lessen our stress and overwhelm and takes up less of our time. If you want to understand more about how reimagination can really help you overcome your overwhelm when it comes to content creation, then go back and listen to that episode as I mentioned. But just quickly, it's all about taking that blog, that video, that podcast and disseminating it into other platforms that you play on. So for me, I have a blog, but I now have a podcast as well. And this is such an amazing source of content for all of the other platforms that I play on, being Facebook, Instagram, now Pinterest, and my email marketing as well. I take tips out of them. I take quotes out of them. I add call to actions to them. And then on each of the platforms, I can use it in so many different ways, utilizing the features of the platform. So on Facebook, I might do a post about it. I might do a tip about it. I might do it live about one of the parts of the the blog or the entire thing. On Instagram, there's so many different features that you can use right now. And so it's just taking that one piece of core content, my blog or my podcast, and and really just breaking it down into the different areas that I can use on that particular platform. And of course, I'm going to use it on my email as well. I often use it as a conversation starter or the basis of a story to tell and then actually promote that piece of content as well. Okay. So the end result of all of this is, so the end result of all of this is when you use the client journey instead of the traditional sales funnel for your content marketing, and then learn what content to create when, and how to reimagine your content, you are going to reduce your overwhelm and you'll become more on purpose. You'll have to create less and you will be far more inspired. You will waste less time thinking about what you want to create or what you need to create and you know exactly what you need to produce so you can dive right in and do it. So that's it for this episode. It was a quick one, but an important one, I think, because content overwhelm is a very real thing. It's something that so many people experience, and yet we don't talk about it a lot because we're constantly told how important content is, and it is an important part of our business success. However, when we feel like we're not producing it in a way that's engaging with our audience, or we feel like it's taking up too much time, or we just don't feel the love, then it's time to think about ways that we can reduce that overwhelm and really make it easy for us again. So besides knowing the client journey, understanding what content to create and when, and using the power of reimagination, there's so many other things that we could be doing as well to support us, to make sure that we are showing up for our beautiful ideal client in a way that feels both aligned to them, but aligned to us as well. So just remember, you don't have to be doing all the things. I don't want you to do all the things. I just want you to do some of the things really well. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, 
hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, Inspiring Women with Service-Based Businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Pop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.